and welcome to the Running Obstetrician Podcast. My name is Christopher Morosky, and I am the Running Obstetrician. In this episode, we will continue on our obstetrics topic, obstetrics. that being obstetrical forceps. In this episode, we are specifically going to talk about obstetrical forceps handles. Like similar episodes, I recommend getting your hands on a pair of forceps so that you can hold them as we begin the discussion. The name of the handles is sort of obvious. This is the part of the forcep that the operator holds in their hand. Looking at this from a historical perspective, however, the handle of the forcep um, had more of a menacing um, nature to it in that going back into hundreds of years um, B.C., forceps were originally used not to save the baby's life, but rather to save the mother's life. Um, and in the setting of obstructed labor, where the um, fetus could not be saved, um, the forceps ended in a series of uh, hooks, perforators, or crochets, whose purpose really was to dismember and extract the fetus in an attempt to save the baby's life, uh, to save the mother's life, that is. Um, fast forwarding this thousands of years to modern time, there are components of forceps that still hold on to this history, um, but rather than uh, being used now to um, extract fetuses um, in a damaging uh, manner, forceps are used to uh, safely guide the fetus out um, in a healthy and uh, alive fashion, while at the same time preserving the mother's health. Um, the original forceps uh, did, in fact, have finger guides, similar to the finger guides that are seen in modern forceps, but these finger guides were really at the base of the handles. Again, they sort of had that hook look to them, um, but uh, traction could be applied uh, to the finger guides. Looking at our modern forceps like Simpson or Elliott type forceps, the finger guide has been moved up to the top of the handle just under the area of the lock in the crossing type of forceps. Um, finger guides are used to allow for grip of the operator, and they're also used um, for the ability to apply uh, traction to the forceps. Um, in the Simpson and Elliott type of forceps, the handles are um, quite solid, um, but have a hollowed out uh, middle, so they're not too cumbersome. Um, they have um, several areas of grip for the individual fingers, but two specific areas, one at the base of the handle and one towards the lock uh, to allow for traction. Um, if you have opportunity to get your hands on a pair of Keelan forceps um, or Lucarts, you'll find that the handles are um, much more narrow. They are solid and they're actually separated here. Um, there's also two small pins um, on these forceps which uh, allow the operator to know which direction is anterior when using the forceps. Um, another specific uh, modification that was made to the um, Elliott forceps is that a small transverse pin uh, was added to the base of the handles um, and this was uh, placed uh, in order to control uh, compression on the fetal head. Um, in that spinning the small wheel attached to the pin would allow the pin to grow and this would not allow the um, base of the handles to close completely and therefore compression of the fetal head by the blades was then controlled. Um, another important component that was eventually added to um, the different forceps was the concept of axis traction. Um, in the Tarnier forceps, uh, a axis traction bar was uh, specifically attached to the handles and then through small wires was um, attached to the uh, heels of the blades. Um, in the Dewey forceps, 
Um, there is also a similar handle built into handle. I'm sorry, there, there was a specific action traction bar uh, that was built into the handle of the um, force up handle itself. Um, Bill also created an axis traction handle which really could be um, applied to almost any pair of conventional forceps and its whole purpose was to grasp onto the finger handle um, allowing the, the user to uh, provide axis traction through a handle which was removable. These different modifications of the uh, forceps uh, handle all give them the ability to uh, provide different um, types of traction, uh, compression, and um, eventually rotation uh, to the um, blades and the rest of the forcep. Um, as a practical point about uh, handles, if you take the forceps apart and look at the inside of the handles, what you'll find is that most handles are stamped um, with, on each branch with a matching letter or number. What this helps the user know is that these individual branches were made for each other um, and that they come together smoothly and evenly um, and close in a similar fashion. This allows the blades to um, be placed um, appropriately and evenly across the fetal head and allows for the compression and extraction forces to similarly be even across the baby's head. So it's very important when using the forceps to first open them up look on the inside and make sure that each branch is marked with the same number or letter. And if they're not, you want to go in and find uh, further pairs of forceps until you find a matching pair of branches. So that's pretty good for a basic overview of the individual parts of the handle of our modern forceps. Um, and we'll conclude this episode. If you want to find more episodes on obstetrical topics um, and more on this series of obstetrical forceps, you can find further podcasts at www.runningobstetrician.com or find us on iTunes. Until next time, take care, take it easy, and keep on running. <music>